0: Hello, and a warm welcome back to this week's episode of the Face Yoga Expert podcast. And we have one of my friends on this week and one of our regulars on the podcast. We have the lovely Katie Brindle. Katie Brindle is founder of the Hey You Method. She's also known as the healer to the stars, and she is an expert in all things traditional Chinese medicine, which is exactly what we're going to be talking about this episode. We're actually gonna be diving in to the five elements in traditional Chinese medicine, and how you can start to understand more about those to understand more about yourself. And if you don't know already, Katie Brindle and I, and also the lovely Katie Blake, who's also an amazing expert in traditional Chinese medicine, have put together a Gua Sha teacher training course. And we have already trained many, many people to be facial Gua Sha teachers who are having an amazing, amazing career since they have done the training. Many of them combine it with face yoga many of them combine it with other therapies they do but it's a fully accredited teacher training course you do the study in your own time at your own pace through video-based learning and through manual-based learning you learn lots about gua sha how to teach other people to use it on their skin how to incorporate aspects of traditional chinese medicine into your teaching as well you then do a written assignment and practical assignment with the lovely katie blake who guides you through and supports you all the way through and when you are qualified you can have an amazing career helping other people using this beautiful crystal tool to help lift and tone their face plus have lots of wellness and freedom and flexibility and fun and joy and love within your own work as well so if you'd like more information on that you just need to go to faceyogaexpert.com and just click on the courses there and you'll see all the teacher training information So let's get into this week's episode with the lovely Katie Brindle. Katie, a warm welcome back to the Face Yoga Expert podcast. How are you today? Very well, thank you. It's really lovely to be back. Thank you for having me. I know and I think it's been four times you've been on the podcast so I think maybe this is number five I've lost count because I mean we've done so many things together over the years and I always love chatting to you and we've got so much in common and so much we love talking about and oh today's no exception we've got a lot to talk about. We always have (laughs) loads to talk about so where do we start and where do we end really? I know. (laughs) Yeah. the bridge <laughs> exactly so i think you know what i think we'll dive straight into it today so we've just been having a bit of a a pre-chat before this podcast and actually said that what we'd love to share with all the listeners and the viewers It's a little bit about the five elements, Chinese medicine, which I find really fascinating. And I was actually having acupuncture last week and talking loads to my acupuncturist about it because she always says I'm very water element Mm. um, and always treats me very much for that. So maybe let's go back to basics of that. Maybe you could talk through what the five elements actually are. Mm.
1: So actually what they are is vibrations. Vibrations. So the concept being, if we just step back one second, is that according to Chinese medicine, they have the the Dao, which most people have heard of, um, which is everything, the union, the whole, the everything. And then from the Dao, um, you get yin and yang, which is that very famous symbol I'm sure everybody has seen. And the concept of yin and yang is really the North and the South Pole. So it's like the sort of binary code, and there's a trajectory between the two. They're sort of in relationship to each other. And because they are, and because they're being pulled in directions, as we all know about being pulled in directions by planetary movements and magnetism and all this other stuff. It's effectively a binary code. And this push-pull that happens between the two because they're opposing forces creates five frequencies. That's what it is. So those frequencies were defined by the Taoist masters thousands of years ago in relationship to nature because we live or we did live in nature. We should be living in nature. And in those days, people did. So we didn't explain things in Latin or in, say, quantum physics terms because people didn't speak Latin in China and quantum physics didn't exist. So they explained things in relationship to what you saw in the world around because we'd have been sat there observing. That's what we did. Um, And so those vibrational forces which have come out of this endless interaction of the t- of the binary code, created five vibrational forces, which they described as fire, earth, metal, water, and wood. Now those vibrational forces are also connected to the planets. So they have connections to the planetary system in the atmosphere above us, but also they connect to our organs. And this is where it all starts to get really interesting, because the concept is is that, well, it's not the concept, the truth is we have come out of nature. I mean, that has now been confirmed by Western science as well over the centuries. So we've come out of nature and our organs relate to these elements, to the planets, and they, they resonate to them. So what then happens when you have someone say you're watery Although I would actually say you're quite yin fire myself, but I'd have to look at your chart to find out. But when you see a characteristic in somebody, oh, you're very watery or I'm very earthy. Okay, what happens is, according to when you were born, you take your first breath and you breathe in the energy which is out there right now. So right now I'm recording this with you in May and we're having a nice little moment of summertime. Okay, now that's very different middle of the day in in early summer to perhaps middle of the night in November. Mm-hmm. The energy frequencies are different. We feel that, you know, we, we have different feelings in the winter, we dress differently, we wear different makeup, We you know, different emotions. Um, and so they imprint them, their characteristics on the people um, according to the energy frequency that you, you, you first drew breath. It's like a kind of hand of cards. It's like when you're about to play 10 card rummy, you pick up your hand and there's your hand. And according to this, there's no such thing as a bad hand. It's just how you play it. And it's all about observation and awareness to understand how to then balance your body and deal with this hand and how you navigate the hand, which ultimately develops the body, develops the spirit. And that's the concept that goes behind it. And if you don't, this is the last little bit, that will be the origin of an imbalance. And that imbalance ultimately, if it gets a foothold in the body, creates a symptom which ultimately eventually if untreated will eventually lead to ill health
0: yeah exactly it's so fascinating and i know you've got a whole fact sheet on this which we're going to put in all the show notes so people can understand a lot more about it but if anyone listening or watching is thinking okay so i'm a little bit intrigued about this you know when we then talking about oh i'm quite water element but you say maybe it's the in fire How can we start to understand more about ourselves? And then when we've got that knowledge, how can we then apply that to our lifestyle to help our overall wellness and energy?
1: Well, the first thing is what I've done is I've created five fact sheets, one per element. Mm -hmm. So the first thing to do is read them because they're free. And you will notice characteristics about yourself and you'll go, oh, I'm just like that. Mm -hmm. And that is normally a bit of a telltale sign. It's a bit like saying you're a Libra or a Gemini. It's not everything because it's not as simple as saying I'm an earth or I'm a water. It is. It's like saying I'm a Libra and I'm a Gemini. But there is then if you do full astrological charts, from say western astrology you will find that you will then be able to layer a whole variety of different energy frequencies which give you the the uniqueness and the subtlety of what creates the uniqueness of the self because everyone like fingerprints we've all got them but they're all different so the first thing to do is I would say to just Either read the fact sheets or just Google it, because honestly, this sounds really naff, doesn't it? Or just Google it. But actually, there is a lot of really good information out there, and it will give you the basics that will start to give you the basic characteristics of each. Now, once you've had a look at the fact sheets and you've resonated to the characteristics that you think, I am very much like that, then you can start to see the kind of characteristics that they give you that could create negativity in the body because everything is negative and positive we have both and it's not about being good or bad or right or wrong it's just about observation so for example as an earth earth people are very good at giving because earth gives it's what it does it sort of sits there and just lets you get on with it and that's actually one of the main problems in society right now because we've been plundering away going oh great thanks and earth doesn't do anything about it now if you translate that into a human often earths overgive and that's not actually very healthy, as I know. So um, it's important to understand that if one has that tendency, that one can often go, actually, I'm quite guilty, that I do actually overgive. And then what you do is you will look to the controlling element to navigate it. So, for example, if you are an overgiver, which many people are, many people are, and society is quite constructed around the fact that you know historically women particularly because things have changed a lot in the last sort of in our lifetime but historically women had to overgive because we were the matriarch and that was the that was the feminine earthy responsibility of the matriarch so what do you do about something like that you go to the control element which is too previous so in the case of earth it's wood okay and wood is all about boundaries Okay, because wood controls earth. So, what you do is you are aware of the fact you have that tendency. And then you go to the controlling element to go, ah, oh, so I need to nurture my wood in order to nurture my boundaries. And what I say to my ladies is normally with these issues, when it's leading to imbalances and perhaps negative patterns of behavior, is that 50% of the problem, or sorry, should I say 50% of the solution is understanding what the problem is in the first place. So, self awareness is crucial. And that's what it teaches you because it makes you aware of your character traits. Love that. So you've Mm -hmm.
0: briefly said about the earth and the wood. Let's just briefly talk a little bit about the water, the fire Mm -hmm. and the metal as well. So water,
1: let's say fire for a sec. So fire is controlled by water. Water controls fire. That is the basic kind of alchemy of all life. The, The fire, water. Um, trajectory um so water controls fire because water can put fire out so if you are a fiery person and you tend to kind of be often fiery people can be very uh, uh, gregarious okay they love being around people they like connecting the energy of fire connects but connecting can be quite tiring after a while so often you find with fire people that it's they're constantly seeking the next up because they like the feeling of connection so it's like <gasps> That feeling, that's a fire connection, Ah, like this. And then the problem is, if it's not grounded correctly, that can be quite exhausting and can often lead to massive great slumps. Often you find quite high high profile celebrities are naturally fire types because to be in the public eye, you often like receiving that level of attention. Um, And often they end up in rehab because they can't handle it it's too hot to handle okay so what does that mean well in order to create slightly more of a kind of steady eddy with the fire so yes the fire is always going to want that connection but you bring the water element in to cool it down a little bit and to just root it just that little bit more so that would be water fire metal on the other hand is controlled by fire because fire can melt metal that's what it does so metal often can become too rigid and too structured um metal people are often people who are very good at being organized and tidy they make very good accountants my sister's a metal and she's really good at finance because the, she can't cope if there's even two pence off the balance sheet it just she can't handle it she's like ah it's not perfect ah where is where's that two pence whereas I'd be just like oh don't worry about yeah. it <laughs> yeah. yeah it's so interesting isn't it so isn't it? Interesting. Yeah. But often you can also find that metal people can be a little bit aloof and high-handed when it's too much of a good thing because everything has to be perfect. So then if something isn't perfect, like, because well, we're not perfect, they can't handle it. And often they end up... Perhaps not making very many friends because they just expect the benchmarks a bit high if it's a little bit imbalanced, not a criticism, just an awareness that sometimes these metal people can be a bit, oh, there's a draft. Oh, it's not quite right. Oh, I'm a bit cold. And non-metal people go, oh God, you're a bit bit hard work because they don't realize. So if that could perhaps resonate a bit where sometimes you feel that nothing is ever quite good enough because that does come through, the fire warms it up a little bit and just softens it up a bit. And then you bring the fire element in. So then the last one is water. So water is um water's great actually, Daniel. Water's okay. oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> <Lovely>. <laughs> I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah. water sometimes can it, the, the lower frequency of water is fear mm. and safety. So often, if there's a dominance of water frequency in the chart, then often you find water people are a little bit reluctant to change because they're a bit nervous about going, oh. Okay, what? Because they're fear, they're fear-driven. So, oh, is something going to happen? Is this safe? Is this going to be okay? Which means, if let's say you're—I don't know—let's say you're married and you've been living in a, in a in a tiny one-bedroom flat, okay, and you're you're pregnant and you're about to have a baby, and you're literally going, okay, we really need to move because this flat is going to be too small. We're going to go bonkers in here with a baby. We can't even get the pram in the door. It's tiny. So you will often find that a water person will resist it. To the point of which it's actually quite destructive because you're thinking we're we're bursting at the seams. This is actually creating a negative, we can't handle this. This baby's crying all night. Ah. So, and often you find that the water people will resist change. Now. That what I always say to water people then is if that's the case, and it will come in various gradients of that. Often you will find I'm giving you quite an extreme example, Mm -hmm. but you have to allow water to flow so that it can slowly. If you think of the nature of water, water rivers will create teeny tiny little tributaries first to just go. Okay, let me just go over here, and then after a while they start to get used to what they're doing, and then they go, oh, it's okay because they're just flowing. Yeah. So that's earth. Now earth ultimately is the landscape, so the landscape controls where the river is going to flow because it depends on the topography of the land is what happens to the water if the land because for example I live you know near you in Somerset and there's quite a lot of quarries around here so consequently once they finished taking all the stone out of the quarry which not sure if I'm okay about that but anyway they do um they often fill them up so the land in this instance has been plundered but the water has now gone in because the land is keeping it as a as a reservoir now often that's now making lots of lovely open water swimming and all sorts of interesting things but the shape of the land has dictated what happens to the water so you control water with the earth
0: i love that it's so interesting Mm -hmm. and like you say when you really step into that and really understand that so for example for the last 10 years My acupuncturist, you know, would give me herbs because I'm very water element or treat me in that way or say these certain foods will work very well for you or certain lifestyle. So actually, you know, even though you're giving like extreme examples, for example, of water, if you're actually helping to ground yourself and balance yourself, like you say, bringing in the earth elements a little bit more, you can actually live what I like to say your best self. So you can actually not only really understand who you are, but also nourish the parts of you that really need nourishing. And that's what I love so much about traditional Chinese medicine. Not only helps you really understand yourself, but you can then also almost think, okay, so what parts of me do I need to really sort of nourish and work on, help the energy flow a bit better, or which parts of me do I need to actually just accept, and that's me, and really own that, and and that's what I love so much, and something which I've never actually asked my acupuncturist, which I'm going to ask you, so if you are, for example, very water element does that ever relate to the astrological chart so for example i'm a pisces would the fact that i'm water element is there ever a correlation or is there no correlation between traditional chinese medicine and traditional astrology Okay, so um, su- brilliant, super interesting question. Now, um, and I'm going to slightly
1: disappoint you with the answer because I'm not a Western <laughs> astrologer. And I'll tell you why I'm not, because I've spent so many years studying Eastern astrology. It has taken over my life, as yeah. you well know. Yeah. And the thought of now retraining in Western astrology as well, it's a bit like, oh my God. So I can only give you yeah. some sort of bare bones. So any Western astrologers listening, I apologize already, but let me give <laughs> you what I do need is that when you do Western astrology and you do birth charts, there are lots and lots of similarities. But the first thing to say is that the when you're dealing with, say, a Pisces, mm-hmm. that's the month. Yeah. Now, when we do Eastern astrology, the first
0: hit that we go in on is the day. Yes. So it's different. Yes. already, Which so, I think is great and actually much more specific. Um, and I think we're Western. Sorry to interrupt you. I'll let you go back to it in a minute. But what I love so something that which is really interesting about western astrology is yes you can look at the month you were born in for example you're a pisces but actually what you need to do is you need to go a little bit deeper into your chart and start to look where your moon sign is where your rising sign is where your new north node is all of that starts to build up a much bigger picture so i see that there's so much value in western astrology in that way if you are looking at the whole chart but what i love about eastern astrology is i like straight away it gets way more specific like you say it goes straight away to the day you were born Mm. I mean
1: I I think they're both brilliant to be honest with you, I mean obviously I've had my child on loads of times by western astrologers so interesting and I think it's a bit, I think, to be honest with you, it's a little bit like religion, if I may say, that there's, it's a bit like trivial pursuits. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, there's many different cheeses to get to the middle point. And it's just really about your viewpoint, which is what's going to get you there. Ultimately, in my humble opinion, they take you to the truth. Mm-hmm. It's just which route you go down to get there. And and in the old days, likely, if you were born in Europe, you were likely to be Christian. Mm-hmm. If you were born in China, you were likely to be Taoist. OK, that, that's just how things were. But that's different now. We live in this amazing age of kind of cross-pollination of information thanks, thanks to the internet. It's the internet, the, the information revolution we live in. So now we can open ourselves up and go, oh, that's interesting. And I know that in the next phase of my life, I will start cross-referencing this much more. But in the meantime, what's super interesting about eastern astrological charts which is called the bar z the chinese chart is called bar z it means eight characters and it is literally like playing 10 card rummy because you get eight characters so eight cards which are the eight characters that's the bar and the bar is eight and z is characters. so you get eight characters which are like eight cards you pick up to start with and then you get a card per year which is each chinese new year because it shifts your hand and then you get Um, a card every 10 years which shifts the hand again so it is literally like playing cards you suddenly pick up a joke and you go, oh good I can play that too now so it's like that and it's you get different phases of fortune within that because the hand changes now when that relates to your health what that means is that it's not whilst I've just given you the basics of the five elements and that is how we all start Mm -hmm. we start with the basics okay but when you want to become a little bit more sophisticated about it what you will realize is that when you go to the very comprehensive reading which is obviously what we do it's slightly more complex than that because your day master which is where we start which is like being a pisces okay so let's say you're a i don't know i see i think you're a yin fire for example okay Mm -hmm. what's that yin fire is it's like moonlight it's it's quiet leadership now you're not quiet but you're not
0: Like, you're not Queen Budacea going, come on, everyone, you're not like Jerry
1: Hallowell. And in
0: many ways, I think I am quite, you know, I'm happy to speak and I'm confident and all of that. But yeah, I think as a person, I am quite a quiet person. Yeah. I've, I mean, I honestly,
1: if I pulled your chart up, I, I just know I'm right. So, I mean, you've got... A That's lot
0: hilarious. Of, I won't tell my acupuncturist.
1: this Because what, what's likely to have happened if I looked at... And this mm-hmm. is where the chart yeah. takes it to a, new, a a whole new quantum. So when we start yeah. the basics, it's, okay, you've got a lot of water. Mm -hmm. you have I can see it in your face Mm -hmm. Um, a water face for example has got lovely softness which you've got like in the lovely rounds of the cheeks you've got a softness to the to the energy frequency but you've also got quite a lot of fire features in your face you've got like you've got definition like my daughter is very watery so her face is really soft it's like a like a lily pond but you've got there's definition Mm -hmm. there's angles to the face which which give it the the, the fire okay so I would say if i was to look at your chart what's likely is that your your day your day master is yin fire mm-hmm. but you've got a lot of water element in you but it's likely to appear as a secondary thing mm-hmm. so that then starts to give us a bit more of an, a deeper in depth about your personality because it may well be that there is a lot of fire but the, the controlling element is a lot de- is, is a lot bigger so it's going to trend it's going to overwhelm the fire mm-hmm. and that then in turn causes the issue, which means when we then treat you at that very sophisticated level, we have what I call the unlock key, which comes in as an algorithm from the astrological chart. That means actually we may not treat you with water.
0: Mm.
1: We may actually have to treat you in a completely different way. And it brings a very sophisticated treatment program, um, which unfortunately hasn't yet completely permeated its way through into five element acupuncture. Why? Mm because the Bar Z is so powerful, because this five element is pretty cool, that it was banned. Oh, really? Yes. No way. Uh, okay, so as part of the whole... Because the, the thing is, the, interest, the, the history of China is unbelievably interesting. Mm-hmm. We save that for another day. But in a very quick potted story, what happened was the sort of the... Classical Chinese medicine and classical Chinese culture and Taoism and the imperial palace and all of the, you know, like the last emperor and all that kind of stuff It's, it's really ornate. Basically, they had in Europe, we were having our revolutions in the sort of, you know, 1780 and all the rest of it. But in China, they kept that old guard for a little bit longer um, and it all started to crumble about roughly this time 100 years ago okay so then what happened was anything that was considered bourgeois um or kind of up in terms of the kind of the old guard systems of doing things a lot of it got shut down it was actually illegal to practice chinese medicine in china for quite a while believe it no one knows this it's bonkers (gasps) until chairman mao basically reinstated it and said hang on a minute it's a national treasure thank you very much we're going to bring this back but by that point the cultural revolution had now taken place and it was now politicized and there's nothing, I'm not, I'm not making a judgment as to whether that was right or wrong, but it's just what happened. And it's fine because Chinese medicine is so unbelievably powerful that even then it still works because it's so good. Even with TCM, it works brilliantly well on so many things. But the bit that they chucked out was all the spirituality. Right. All the uniqueness of the self. It all became very standardised, OK, because they were looking at the Western medicine and they were dealing with the fact that they had huge great health crises going on in China, like waves of illnesses going on, messing up millions of people. And they were trying to draw the country into this new way of thinking. So they created a medicine system that worked for that. But what's now happened is we've all evolved out of that now in China as well. So it's now been reinstated. And the Chinese government are now investing billions of dollars back in their own health system. Them, reinstating things that have been abolished hundred years ago for political reasons, and now it's come back. So the issue with the Barzi is because of this kind of gap. No one knew anything about it, and in fact, it took. I was actively told at university when I was studying five elements that, that like, can I stop? Can I stop badgering them about? why were we only done on colour, sound, odour and emotion, which is how we diagnose. Okay, interesting. It's so interesting because the reality is I kept sitting and thinking, I'm sorry, but my understanding of Chinese culture is it's not that ambiguous. Mm -hmm. There's too much ambiguity in that system. And if you really want the in-depth, you go to the chart and the chart tells you. And then the chart unlocks you. And that's what we do. But that's a super sophisticated um, diagnostic tool, which most people don't need to worry about. The, The ABC of that degree I've just given you is look at the fact sheets, have a little look, go, oh, my God, I'm just like that. And start with that, because already you're going to just knowing that you're very watery, you've got a lot of water in your chart is already going to help you a huge amount navigating your health and the future of your life.
0: Definitely. I agree. I feel like this is so interesting. I feel like we're going to keep this as the subject of the episode rather than try and go into too much. Other yeah. stuff. So, what I'd love to just ask you is tell us a little bit more about your Z readings because I know that this is something you're hugely passionate about. Like you say, you're passionate about it even at university and trying to get into this even more. But I know that it's something which you do a lot now. I mean, you do it every week with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So, if you went back to basics of just explaining what a, a Z reading is, could you just sort of describe that for us? Yes, absolutely. I mean, it is kind of,
1: I guess. I mean, I'm sort of known as. Funny enough, you picked on the two things. I I've known the very first um session we ever had was Gua Sha, of course, because you doctor. so I was often called, you know, that Gua Sha woman. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're that Gua Sha woman. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and now I've been dubbed Healer to the Stars off the barzi' which is what ended up in Hello roughly this time last year. So yeah. the Bar Z, basically, as I've said, it's the eight characters, and I've explained kind of how that works. And it is a very intricate and yet fascinating diagnostic tool that we use, which literally unlocks everything yeah everything your soul purpose if you believe in reincarnations which you may or may not it's up to it, it's an individual decision you so if you do past lives future lives if you don't it comes in via the blood anyway so you can believe the energy frequency but if you don't want to believe that bit because it's too ambiguous we inherit bloodlines and we inherit lessons from our ancestors because it comes through the dna strands it comes through blood it will read that it will read it has the ability to A, diagnose any existing health issues, and it will answer the question, why? Why do I have what I have? It will also prevent, because you understand what the imbalance is, it will stop you getting sick because that's the healthcare model that we are moving to, to the 21st century. We are no longer sitting here. Well, some people are, but, you know, my audience our audience is not we're not sitting here waiting to get sick and letting the western doctors no disrespect because they're amazing you know them to fix it because in the our parents generation was you know they will fix it we just do what we like and they will fix it and they did I mean you know western medicine's brilliant I'm alive because but it's but what we're learning in the 21st century is it doesn't sort out everything it doesn't it's brilliant at what it does, but it doesn't do everything because if it did, everybody would be happy and healthy and they're not. Yeah. So yeah. clearly there's a problem. And the other thing is we have the privilege of free health care in this country, and we really do, but we are all fully aware that it is under a lot of pressure. And I think just giving everyone a round of applause every now and then is I think we need to I think we need to do a bit more. Mm-hmm. So taking matters into our own hands, like we do with our teeth and brushing our teeth every day and using self-care practices that you and I both teach to to ensure that you are trying as best you can to keep yourself as healthy as possible and then going to the doctor when when there's a problem Mm. is a much better system for the NHS so that if you could start to shave off, say, 20% of the people that are using it, that would make a massive difference to the life of our healthcare workers who, frankly, are working like total heroes every single day of the week. Absolutely. It's incredible. So it's important for us all to take ownership of our bodies and of our purpose and when you look at the health of an individual there it comes in three different levels it's like I call it the pyramid of health so literally imagine a pyramid so the bottom is your physical health the middle is your emotional health and the top is your purpose and to be truly healthy you need all three Now, often what happens is our physical health breaks down and the pain of our physical symptoms block everything else because the pain receptors just block. And then we're so busy dealing with the pain and the symptoms that we're not really thinking about other things because that's taken over. Now, if we can deal with the bottom symptom of health, then often you will find, which is what's happening now in society, because... In the 20th century pain and the basic level of physical health was mainly the problem western medicine sorted a lot of that out now so now what's happened is many people have emotional issues which is mental health mm-hmm. which in chinese medicine mental health is actually ruled by the body rather than the mind but it's the it's the lighter energy frequency so rather than a physical symptom let's go my elbow hurts okay it's my emotions hurt i don't feel emotionally content I don't have equanimity, I feel sad, I feel anxious, I feel worried. It's So that's the middle band. And then once we've started to address that, the final missing link, which is what most people are now coming to in, in, in my community, is what is the meaning of all of this? Mm. What's the point? Now, the Basi will answer all of the above. Right. It's so amazing. That's why they banned
0: it. It's oh really powerful gosh. stuff. Yeah, because it gives us back our own power, and they banned it because they didn't want people to do that, yeah, which is so interesting. Th- and not just
1: them. Let's just get that hook, that background, because it, it, it's often quite a sort of post-colonial kind of capitalism versus um communism kind of structure, which is if you say watch The Truman Show, for example, mm-hmm. you can see quite clearly that in the Western construct of capitalism, which is the origin of our society, is just as controlling. And, you know, yeah. we burn all the witches. So, you know, the witch hunt took that and that happened, you know, 400 years ago. know, mm. yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> anyone listening as well. But basically, you know, we disbanded all of this wisdom 400 mm. years ago in order to control. And there's a lot of really interesting historical research proving that the kind of the, the rise of the capitalist construct in medieval Europe and all the way through to sort of the 17th century when the empire started building and then we took it all over the world, we, we got rid of all of the female wisdom keepers to create fear and control through ignorance so that capitalism could start to flourish, because it did and the masculine narrative that went with it. Now, I'm not against men at all. I'm just talking about the masculine construct where women like us who sit there with the wisdom, we're like, uh, you are a persona non gratis, so we're gonna get rid of you. So it's just all that happened in China was the very same wisdom that was expressed in a slightly different way, which takes us back to you know the trivial pursuits concept that they're there and we're here, but actually it all goes to the same thing. They just they just deconstructed it a hundred years ago. And the excitement about all this, Danielle, is that as a result of doing so, we can piece it back together. Yeah. Because it's still there. And that's came from me. Being I don't know whether they love me or hate me at university. I think I don't think they quite know what to do with me. Because <laughs> I was the girl that kept saying why, because yeah. I was like, literally but why, why, why? And then like, oh my god, like you know, as a parent, you
0: go, oh my god, <laughs> you sure. were that kid as well, weren't you? I could just imagine your pelt poor parents. No one can answer these questions and now they
1: can because I
0: found it. Yes, and you found,
1: found the answers yourself. It's the barzy and it's oh my gosh it's brilliant it. barzy Daniel, and it is so fascinating. I need to
0: do this with you. I can't believe yes. I've done it.
1: With reading with you
0: well I was just let's thinking do that do I will do
1: a reading with you oh, I'd love um, it we should we should do one live. we should do it yeah. as a yeah like, let's do it alive a yeah because I did one on King Charles on the day of the coronation and honestly right. everyone was crying their eyes out it was so interesting he's a yin I'm allowed to say this because it's yeah. in space. he's yeah. a yin water
0: okay
1: waters so yin- are very sensitive yeah. Very expensive. it's like dew on the grass, fast mm-hmm. amounts of yin water is like 60% yin water, which wow. means
0: poor oh, guy, oh my yeah. god. I mean that's a big oh. job for someone that's yin water, and he didn't choose that job either. Well you know, uh, this is uh, oh uh, or did he? Or did, or did, did he? he? <laughs> Do you know I was just gonna say that? Or did he? Yeah.
1: yeah. Love it. Or or who did? Or yes then when you start to go deep yes. kind of the quantum aspect of the and this is again why it was banned ladies and gentlemen because it's powerful stuff so the minute you start looking at this you are in, without it's like a scratch card once mm-hmm. you've gone oh you're yin fire okay right okay what does that mean right now then when we go to the meaning of life it's like then it turns into the blueprint of the soul she says yeah. with bumps all over the- <laughs> 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 and this is all about why you're here and your spiritual purpose and above all your spiritual evolution and that in my opinion is incredible when we're dealing with this amazing age of consciousness that we are living in history right now yeah i say to my amazing it's amazing
0: it's There's- amazing yeah we're there's... so lucky to be here in this moment yeah. but we we're here for a reason in this moment yes. you know we chose it we chose oh, it Yeah, exactly we did yeah. and, we are, and we
1: especially especially the you don't have to be a woman no. to have it because prince sorry, king charles is a man yeah. but he's got a huge amount of divine feminine frequency inside him so he's a man mm. of course he's a man but he's yeah. a, he, he's got a lot of feminine energy so it's yeah. not about being a man or a woman and you're it's like if you wish to get involved in the divine feminine which is right now the rise of and the rise and the rise of the divine feminine and we will we are living in history right now so it's this incredible opportunity to nourish that feminine energy frequency and live as a pioneer so that if you do believe in reincarnation and if you don't that's fine just think of your children or if you don't have them other people's children or just the future of humanity Mm -hmm. um, just wanting this world to exist that we have this amazing opportunity right now it's slightly do or die and I believe that we are in this incredible moment in history where in a hundred years time if you believe in reincarnation you'll be looking back yeah we won't remember any of this because we'll be you know yeah. the blah 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 we won't yeah. remember but you'll look back at it in history and go oh. so there was this group of amazing people and they all stepped into their power and look what they did yeah and as all the great masters say one person in their flow is the equivalent to a million people who are not so if you are fully awakened you can change the world yeah. Now that's quite exciting because all of a sudden, this power that you were talking about—that was stamped out in the witch hunt and then stamped out in the in the Cultural Revolution—and is now coming back because thank yeah. God the Chinese have stated it. Thank you. So now we can all practice it and talk about it freely. Is we have this amazing opportunity. If you do a bit of simple math, nine billion people in the world, one person per million. You only need nine thousand people. Yeah. Nothing. You and nothing. I've got that. like like yeah. I've got I've got people that comment that much on one post. Yeah. Point. Like you. Yeah. more. Because so I saw your post where you got you got what, is it a million or two million or I don't know yeah across all my social media a million yeah, now yeah yeah, yeah. Right. so if you think well, if you've got a million people it's not going to take it's not going to take more, anyone listening if you'd like to volunteer to get fully in your flow sign up yeah. to get in your flow you don't have to yeah. do anything you just have to be conscious you yeah. are able to energetically transform the energy frequency of a million people who are basically asleep and controlled by fear. Yeah. I, you know, just watch the Truman Show, ladies and gentlemen. That will tell you what you need to see, because it's right there in that film. Um, and it's so interesting. And there, and only 9,000 people, you think, well, that's not difficult. Yeah, it's nothing no
0: so we can it's do it amazing. which is exciting we can do it oh I love that what a perfect place to finish yeah. Katie if people would like to come and have one of your Barsi readings how can they do that with you it's um oh gosh that's
1: very kind it's all on the website so the best thing to do is look at the website and you can just book in there but perhaps it's you know because it is very much the kind of Rolls Royce of what I do so you know I orbit between the Gua that woman that does Guasha, and, <laughs> and the meaning of life which is what we've just discussed <laughs> uh, which went totally off brief but it like Who cares? Who cares? It's amazing. It's the best
0: episode. I love it.
1: Well, so what I always say to people, if you're new to this content, it's quite a stretch to go, right, now have two hours with me. So, you know, just follow the socials, get involved, listen to the free stuff, look at the free fact sheets as, you know, listen to the content that we've produced together and just start orbiting around it. And then allow yourself, allow the awareness of that to come in and to go, actually, that's interesting. But in summary, it answers two key questions why and what which is why have I got what I've got why am I feeling like this and therefore what do I do about it yes and that's what you
0: get yeah that's amazing Katie thank you so much it's been a fascinating episode and I'm sure that everyone's going to follow you on Kate um Katie Brindle on Instagram I'm trying to think on Instagram and hey you method are they the two Instagrams yes yes
1: and yes and then it's on it's finally on TikTok I'm
0: I'm
1: not very good at it
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, hey you method on there as well yes hey you yeah. and
1: King, they're both on right. tiktok Still so perfect it, i do find these social media platforms they're a bit it's a bit like the big shops in london if you're a selfridges girl and you wander off to i don't know harvey knicks or somewhere else
0: <laughs> you're a bit lost you go oh, i don't know where i'm going and it all feels a bit weird but you get the know, hang of it you get the hang of it in time exactly soon you become a harvey knicks girl as well so exactly you know, like you you're fine. everything <laughs> Katie, thank you so much. Absolute pleasure chatting to you. Thank you for having me on thank you so much for listening to the face yoga expert podcast if you enjoyed this episode please do rate and review it let me know when you listen to episodes tag me in on instagram at face yoga expert and don't forget to check out my website faceyogaexpert.com which has all the information about my teacher training my two books danielle collins face yoga and the face yoga journal my skincare range fusion by Danielle. Collins and all the other courses and offerings that I have. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.